This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I, I do feel that intensity uh, for sure. I mean, we got a playoff team coming in into our house. There's going to be a lot of pressure on the line, but like any other week, you know, we got to prepare like any other week. But they're a good team. They got a winning record. They got a lot of playmakers. They got a lot of good players on the defensive side of the ball. So it's going to be a pretty intense atmosphere. I would say it's going to be more of like another playoff atmosphere. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. Coming up in 20 minutes, Will Brinson of CBS Sports on NFL Week 14. Let's dive into Week 14 and talk about some line movement here and injuries to note. For the NFL weekend, the voice was Gronk coming out of our break. And that's a big game on Sunday. The Bucks and the Bills. Uh, one that, you know what? Before the week, I expected a little line movement here. This one, from the last time I looked, is just is sitting in that three range for Sunday. It is Bills as three-point underdogs in Tampa on Sunday. Total of 53.5. I was wondering if, if a hook would happen here, Joe, before, before we get to the end of the week or, or kickoff. So far, no. FanDuel still has this as a three-point number with the Patriots favored. Uh, I like the Patriots if it stays at three. The for the, wait, for Patriots? Excuse me, the Buck. The Buck. I, I, yeah. I was thinking Gronk and Brady, and I had the Patriots on my mind. I yeah, I've been guilty of doing the exact same thing. It, it makes me believe that this is going to just sit here at three. I've heard some strong cases for both sides, so I. I it sounds to me like you're getting some uh, even action unless there's something significant that happens in the final injury report on Friday. But as far as the handicap of this game, I just typically in a spot like that off a primetime game, poor performance from the from the Bills, I, I could see people backing that. But I, I've had this one circled for a couple of weeks ever since that Trey White injury, and Brady is going to exploit that. So how is this Buffalo secondary going to respond? I will say, though... There was some uh, some news that uh, grabbed my attention yesterday as far as that Tampa Bay injury report. So pay attention to the next couple of days. A surprise, the starting center, Ryan, Ryan Jensen, did not practice. Also, their defensive lineman, William Golston, did not practice. Cornerback Jamel Dean, he went down to an injury last time we saw them. Remember, he did not practice. And their starting safety, Whitehead. So three starters on defense and the center who impacts uh, the point spread after the quarterback, usually more than any other position. That was a bit concerning for someone who uh, who's who's buying into Tampa Bay minus three. So I'm going to be paying close attention to the injury report. Yeah, and there's no offensive line group in the last two years that has had more stability than the Tampa Bay Bucks. Like that is, 
It's, it's probably mm -hmm. the most underrated and under-talked about thing since Brady got to Tampa. It's like, oh, he has weapons there. Oh, he's got Arians there. And great. He's had a great offensive line since the day he got to Tampa Bay, and they don't miss games. They don't miss snaps. They've been together. So it wouldn't, like, some offensive lines are always kind of in a flux. They could still be good, but they're in a flux. They kind of know what to do when one guy's out. Tampa hasn't had that. Those guys play together. That's a big one to keep an eye on there. So We might be sitting in a world where the, the Bills, a team that was viewed as, at one point, the Super Bowl favorite, is going to be 7-6 and six in, the re in the regular season. Tampa has dominated at home. They're 5-0 and oh straight up. They're four and one against the spread. And every time they have one of those blowout wins, it's it's at home. I'm I'm not expecting that. But I like I like the Tampa Bay side, uh, barring in injuries here. But man, the Bills could be in a really bad spot and find themselves outside of the playoffs after Sunday. Well, Ed Egros, Aaron, last week told us if you think the Patriots could sweep the Bills, and obviously one of those games is in the books now. He told us last week, take the pay take the Bills to miss the playoffs. And, the, and yeah. the number was was significant. Uh, it was a plus it, 840 when he said that. <clears throat> it could happen. It, it, and that loss to the Colts they had, that might be a tiebreaker they lose to miss the playoffs. It could happen. This might be a pass for me, but I just don't know how the Bills offensively keep up with the Bucks. I just don't see it. And it's crazy. <clears throat> at the beginning of the season, you look at the schedule, you think, oh, Bills, Bucks, potential Super Bowl preview here. Mm. Not looking that way now. No, it isn't. Uh, all right, let's dive into some line movement here. We could throw some injuries in the mix as well. Uh, games I noticed that moved. The Lions, I think the week started at eight. The Broncos were paired by eight points. It's up to nine and a half now. So so clearly some, some Broncos money coming in and moving this almost to double digits. The Giants number has come down. With that, This is interesting to me. We don't know what's going to happen with quarterback with the Giants. I mean, Daniel Jones is not going to play, it seems like. He's going to be out, right? So we're talking about... They, but they put him as limited yesterday, which was strange. Yeah, but didn't this last is... week they also said he was like okay, yeah. and then he wasn't. Yeah. All right. Well, so. all right. Well, maybe you're maybe you're onto something because the line movement does not suggest Jake Fromm or Mike Glennon. Like this number was ten and a half, I believe, a couple days ago. Now we're at nine and a half. Why? I think What's it's the same. I, I think it's the same thing. You're right. Last week, because in the middle part, it was Daniel Jones definitely out. Oh, we're going to get a Mike Lennon game, and then it was in the middle. Oh, well, we're not not quite sure. Maybe Daniel Jones goes, and then we found out at the end of the week, Daniel Jones is out. So they're probably playing games. That's what Judge is probably doing. Uh, that's my guess. The Lions one, man, yes. this, this, this falls into the category of all the all the the wild news that we saw on Wednesday. So the look ahead. <clears throat> It opened at seven and a half. And as you mentioned, we're at nine and a half. They, they're saying it's a flu. A flu is going through the Lions locker room. And, and it's impacting right now seven players, a lot of offensive and defensive linemen. Saying not COVID related, they're calling it the flu. But right now it's impacting a lot of linemen on, on the Lions. So that was the reason for the move. Okay, I was wondering what was going on there because the Lions have been competitive, especially ATS this season. Um, to be plus nine and a half, that's, that seems like a lot, but I get it. If they're dealing with flu, then that's kind of scary. Maybe you don't touch this one for and a I while. I don't think golf is practicing yesterday either. I mean, it's just we're going to have to wait. It. If it is the flu, I mean, that stuff's getting reported on Wednesday. Shouldn't we be fine by Sunday? So I just read a couple of quotes from Goff, because Goff is part of this. Goff's sick, right? He, he's yeah. got these symptoms. Uh, 
Oh, by the way, reigning NFC Offensive Player of the Week, Jared Goff, coming off a, a big uh, performance oh in, my in his first win. Who pays attention to that crap? Well, it was in the article. <laughs> um, you know, that was the first time Jared Goff won a game since he beat Air Force, uh, without Sean McVay, since he beat wow. Air Force in 2015. That. Yeah, he was over. 2015. Yes, over without McVay since 2015. But Goff, there was a quote in there from Goff I just pulled up that, it seems to me like he's going to be fine. Heightened sense of awareness, COVID protocols. You don't feel well. They send you home. They don't put you on the practice field. He said, like, look, in the past, I, w- I felt like this. I missed one day. I'm back. Like, I'm thinking about it. So I, yeah. he's not, he wasn't quoted as if he's in so bad shape he can't play on Sunday. So if it's the flu, right? Right. That's the world we live in. If it's the flu, yeah. they should be all right. Yeah. It seems like it. And if Goff's okay. It's just interesting. That, that's a big line movement in this game. I'm not nine laying and nine and a half with Denver's offense. I'll no. tell you that much. No, I'm done with them and Teddy Bridgewater after that nonsense they, they laid on well, Sunday. Well, then maybe you do take the Lions plus nine and a half now, assuming that people will be better by Sunday and you're getting better value. If no, you think. Yeah. It's the spot wise, it's weird. Do you want to bet on the Lions after, after, they, after they, they just won their Super Bowl? Well, they might have some swagger. They might. It it could go the other way. We got. We finally got the. You know, W. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lion swagger. I mean, listen, they play, they played two games in the last month. They haven't lost, right? They tied the Steelers. They beat the Vikings. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Here we go. All right. What's going on with this Monday night game? We're going the opposite way here. We're going the, – the line's moving closer to the Rams now. It opened up Arizona minus two and a half. We talked about yeah. it earlier in the week on Monday. And now it's, it's down to two. So the Rams now only two-point underdogs on the road in Arizona. Last time we saw these teams, it was a, a route – by the Cardinals over the uh, the Rams. What, what do you make of this, Joe? What, why is this coming down? Money on the Rams? Yeah, there's there's some uh, money midweek coming in on the Rams. I, I think s- s- a portion of the sports betting community kind of agrees with our guest from yesterday's show, Ian McMillan. When you look at the Rams' numbers overall, they're going to back them. Right. However, I, I would dispute that a little bit because I would say these are two different conversations if we're looking at the season-long statistics for the Rams versus what we've seen in the last month because what we've seen in the last month 
pathetic. I mean, near the bottom. So that's what I would look at. Uh, maybe what some are also considering, which I, I don't think is actionable at all, is that the Rams have won their last eight games against the Cardinals. How many were with and how many were without Kyler Murray? And, and this Arizona team is completely different. Like, if I'm, if I'm talking about a trend that goes back to the Cardinals from three, four years ago, what does it matter? It is nothing to do uh, with this roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were – nobody was expecting the Cardinals to be as good as they are. Um, I feel like the line is a little too short for me to back the Rams in this position. Maybe a teaser, uh, put the Rams in a teaser possibly. I've never yeah, been good. that high on the Rams this this season. I know statistically, you know, some people have, but it's hard for me to back the Rams in general. I like the Cardinals inside of a field goal. Me too. They're better. And, and they beat them up yeah. last time they played. There is one thing we did miss. Uh, from a game we talked about earlier, we talked about line movement, why it's there. We, we've touched on the Giants' side of the quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. The wide receivers are on the COVID list for the Chargers. That's part of what's going on here. 100%. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, they could both miss this game. So, so that the changes report, the picture. The report yesterday was that Mike Williams, there's time for him to return. Is that the same for Keenan Allen? Yeah, and also Chris Harris on that list. And Harris has been a very good corner in the NFL for a while now. So not that I think the Giants' offense is going to do much with whoever's playing corner for, for this team. But um, I wonder if there's a point if this keeps coming down where you just have to just blind take the Chargers if it keeps coming down. Like, hey, whoever's out there, they're going to find a way to win the game by a touchdown or, or whatever. They're playing the Giants. Yeah, there's a there's a lot going on. Not only wide receiver one, wide receiver two. Eckler was limited in Wednesday's practice. And and you st- and you've got Bo- Bosa in the concussion protocol, so there's a lot to be concerned about with the Chargers. I, without knowing the Giants' quarterback, without knowing if the Chargers are going to have their best offensive players after Herbert, I'm just in stay away mode because it feels like a big guessing game. Is is the line inflated 100%? So if you want to take the Giants just based off that information, well, you should have done it before it went under 10. Right. Let me ask you guys a question, then I want to throw another injury, a piece of injury news we found out yesterday. Do you ever bet look-ahead lines in the NFL, or do you wait? Like right I now use, on Fan, FanDuel, you can look at, you could bet next week's lines if you want to. Sure. Now, I use them as information, and that, that's mostly what I do, comparing when the lines pop on Sunday nights, and as we talk about it throughout the week, some of the changes there. I, yeah, I, I usually do not. And for people that bet a lot of money, like they know that, you can't bet a ton on those look ahead. Right. Well, you could lose a player this week to injury or whatever. It changes everything. But especially just, now with the COVID stuff. Yeah. yeah. Just a heads up, though, because a report came out yesterday and it kind of flew under the radar. So I'm looking ahead next week. Washington at the Eagles is a game next Sunday. And the Eagles are favored by two and a half points in the look ahead. Jalen Hurts has a high ankle sprain. That came out mm. yesterday. That And no one really knew what was wrong with him. Like he got stepped on at the end of the two weeks ago against the Giants. He was. They, people, they thought he might play last Sunday, but then the Eagles were weird about it, and he didn't, obviously. Minshew played. Glazer reported that he has a high ankle sprain. It's grade one, two to four weeks. So last week was week one. They're on a bye this week. That's week two. Next week puts him at week three. And they keep, and Glazer said he's probably going to play. He's tough. But, like, that puts him but in why a Why would you be area. in a rush? Why would you be in a rush after seeing Minshew? Well, that's part of it, but they could sit him out. Or if yeah. he plays, he might only be at 75%, right? We not, you might not get the player he's been so far this season. 
So that's just something to keep in mind because that could affect that game. It could affect the futures if you're on the Eagles to make the playoffs, whatever. Um, but that injuries like next week when we talk about it, like the Eagles fooled everyone for one week. Cat's out of the bag how much, now. How much did the line end up moving after Hertz was declared out? Like a two. point or two? Two, two total? I think it went okay. from seven to five then, or six and a half to five. I would uh I'd guess that it probably wouldn't move to this week just based off how Minshew looked in the first game. Right. And it might already be baked in that he's banged up anyway. You know, the idea that who knows what's going on with yes. him. Yes, yes. Uh, a couple other injury things that are on my mind. Tyrod practiced in full yesterday. So hmm. is it not Davis Mills now? There's a lot going on with the Texans. I have no interest in backing them. Like, Coley's kicking people off the team practically. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on. He's getting rid of guys. And also the Baltimore Cleveland matchup. So there were eight players that didn't that did not practice for the Ravens yesterday. And why did Harbaugh go for two? He said one of the reasons was because they don't have Humphrey. Obviously, he's out for the season. They had three players in the secondary that did not practice yesterday. This one might be ugly. But but I guess you counter that by saying, You scared of Baker? Is this the week that Baker wakes up off off the rest? I mean, you've got to think. If, if not now, never. There's got to be opportunities to make some throws down the field this week. If he, if they Rick, could protect them, it's got to be chances, Aaron, for him to make some plays finally. I was just going to say Ravens in a teaser, maybe. I think Paul's been on that earlier. Was on that earlier in the week. Yeah. Uh, watch out for the Bengals. Burrowed in practice. Mixon, Higgins. Oh man, there might be some value in that San Francisco side. It's still only one, and that's the, you can basically get San Francisco almost at a pick'em. I, I would take that. And Warner uh, did fa- practice yesterday, so yes, that's a big, big one for that. And they're favored by one. The Niners Sunday in Cincinnati. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky L. Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Coming up, Will Brinson, CBS Sports on NFL Week 14, and his thoughts on Cousins versus Big Ben tonight. Loser goes home match on Thursday Night Football. That's next, right here on the Becky L. Network. <laughs> 